0: Hey, this is Coco Columbia. You're listening to Sounds of PDX.
1: This is Travis from the audio sequence. I'm Vince. I'm Boyd. This is Josh from Adverse Effects. I'm Jason Amari. This is Mike Collins from Mets Ryan and Collins. Hey, this is Logan Lynn. And Gino Mari. You're listening to Sounds of PDX.
2: Sounds
1: of PDX. Sounds of PDX on PRP. What is going on, Portland? You are listening to Portland Radio Project on KSFL LP Portland. 99.1 FM or on the web on PRP.FM. You can even cure us on your mobile device. Just plenty of ways to listen in tonight. I'm your host, Luke, Luke Neal. This is Sounds of PDX, and I have a special guest, Emily Aldridge, in studio with me. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. I have to tell you, these are my favorite types of shows because uh, I love finding new music and curating new music, so it's always cool for me to find an artist out in the wild, as I like to say <laughs> I only knew about you through Ashley Extina. And we'll be talking about her and Woman Crush Wednesday. But that's the event I I heard you at. And so as a fan, I wanted to interview you and dig in. And it's as you've sent me your music, it's just uh, been more and more interesting. (laughs) Like You have such a diverse path that you've gone. Uh, But I'm going to talk to you about your influences and, of course, your original music. Uh, Lots to get into. Later in the show, we're going to have a way for fans to text in uh, to our text to win, to win some uh, swag from Emily. Uh, We're going to be covering basically music from a couple of your projects, which range from rock to prog rock. And I saw you kind of in your folk iteration. So (laughs) it's going to be really cool. Um, To start off the PDX Spotlight playlist, I wanted to put Alanis Morissette on the airwaves because I think she's a universally great artist. (laughs) Um, But why this track in particular? All I really want is uh, the the track that starts Jagged Little Pill. Yes. So what does this song mean to you?
0: Um, Good question. I feel like this is such a, a, she's a stream of consciousness writer and I can identify with that style. Absolutely. Um, 1000%. I love her sort of attack and just literally stating what she wants in the song. Um, and how honest it is. So the refreshing sort of Alana's vibe, I don't know if, if folks can hear it in my own music, but I definitely feel myself always turning the ship in that direction, that honesty. So yeah. He, yeah, that particular song hopefully gets people up and motivated for the rest of their week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I would agree with you. I absolutely hear her influence in your music. And we're going to be able to hear that in the second hour. So stick around more with Emily Aldridge here on Portland Radio Project.
3: person inside out, and you say, how appropriate. I don't want to dissect everything today, I don't mean to pick you apart, you see, but I I'm consumed by the chill of solitary I'm like a Stella Think about your bills, your extra deadlines, or when you think you're gonna die.
1: Is Alanis Morissette. She is an influence of my special guest, Emily Aldridge. She's in studio with us tonight. Uh, she is in a couple of projects. Um, your latest release that you did, quote unquote, on your own, uh, Emily and the Gypsy Fire came out in September of 2014. And then you're also in a prog rock band, Sacrifice to Survive. Uh, the Singularity EP was released in August 2013. And I have to say it was a little, pleasantly jarring after you're set at the Jade lounge. You're like, Oh, by the way, I'm in a prog rock, man. This is wonderful. I couldn't wait to hear it. Um, I want to dig into your past because I think a culmination of Uh uh, all these influences is going to be really interesting Uh story.
4: Uh
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what was your first tangible memory with music? What do you think that spark? hit you?
0: Let's see. Well, the OG, the OG influences, Dave Aldridge, my dad, And, uh, he always been, um, it was always playing music um, with me for me, singing me to sleep as a kid. And then I was tasked, my dad and I, to sing my younger brother to sleep. And it ended up becoming like a rock concert in his bedroom. And my mom would have to like hush everybody down. And uh, and she'd be like, what's going on, guys? And we're putting him to sleep, but we're also working on harmonies and and other things. So yeah, it was really kind of where it started. It was just music in our home. And my mom played piano as well. So we just, we made a lot of noise as a family. Um, grew up singing in church, singing in choir, um, and uh, and just singing with friends and making up jingles and tunes. It just seems to be in the blood. So, <laughs> did you have any
1: formal training? Or are yes. you? Uh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah.
0: My my mom made sure that I went had piano lessons, uh, voice lessons in high school. Um, and, uh, and then I in turn became a music teacher later, kind of followed the music and did that in Jacksonville for a while. So I got a chance to give back in a way, cause I had some incredible music teachers growing up in St. Charles, Missouri. So, um, so yeah, some training, but, uh, very much played by ear and, Was aware of that because I had a tough time sight reading.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a deal breaker for some folks. Yeah,
0: yeah. So when my students used to come to me and say, I don't want to read this sheet music, I'd be like, yep, I get it. Let's not.
1: I had a lot of friends Take that were in off-roading. choir in high school that that was what they freaked out about to go yeah. to state, you know, and compete. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty intense. Um, so piano was your first instrument Were some of your like right. early, who, who are your early record purchases or, or CDs?
0: Ooh. Okay. So, um, I used to dance in the window at my grandparents' house on the old radiator <laughs> to Donna Summer, uh, Crystal Gale and, uh, the monkeys. Hey, Hey, we're the monkeys, yeah. yeah. So we had that. And then, uh, yeah. So like early on, I think probably like smash mouth was one of my first CDs that I was allowed to listen to. <laughs> and that was, that was an awesome, awesome band. My uncle, Mike, Mike blazer, um, aunt Susan, they got me a, into a ton of really good music. Um, early rock, uh, smashing pumpkins, Green Day. Um, so my dad, and in, he influenced me in the way of like folk and gospel, uh, maybe a little bit more bluesy sort of edge there. Um, but thankfully, I had some other family members that um, could kind of sneak the harder stuff into my ears.
1: <laughs> well, that's interesting because the, the flow, for those of you listening, the flow of the playlist <laughs> today is going to be that from the singer-songwriter angle. And then we're going to quickly move into heavy and prog rock. Okay.
0: So heavy. Lots
1: of great things represented, um, but especially your original work. I'm so excited to play it on the show. Like I said, uh, immediately when you were playing at Woman Crush, uh, there's just something like great voice, great story. And your intent was really on point. So uh, I'm really glad that you're on the program. Uh, One of the artists that I cannot get over, um, speaking of artists with true intention is Ani DeFranco. Ani. As, oh, she's what can't you say about mr franco um but 32 flavors is a really cool song it's actually been covered by a couple other artists um amazing cool rhythm section at the end why did you put the song on her playlist
0: um that's a good question i had a tough time deciding which Ani song and i have to thank another friend for introducing me to her um brian zebedee it was a friend of mine at work like five or six years ago that said he was going to a concert of hers. And I was like, how do I not know who this is? Uh, So I'm, you know, I'm embarrassed to say that I haven't been listening to Ani forever, but um, there's just something about 32 flavors and yeah, the earthiness of that percussion part at the end that just, I don't know, make it my soul dances when I hear it, (laughs) (laughs) Then my body starts to move. Um, And uh, I don't know. She's a spirit talker to me. Anywho. So yeah, that's, I feel very good about, about, you know, what she, ha- what she's offered to the world. And I'm so excited about it. her next album is coming out. Oh my I'm pretty gosh, sure like next yeah. week or yep. something like that. So
1: yeah. Yeah. She's my favorite lyricist of all time. I think first and foremost, she's yes. a lyricist and then happens to be yes. great music behind it. Uh, so check it out. This is Ani DeFranco from her 1993 release, Not a Pretty Girl. This is 32 Flavors on Sounds of PDX.
5: girl with no poster I am 32 flavors and then some and I'm beyond your peripheral vision so you might want to turn your head because someday you are gonna get hungry and eat most of the words you just said both my parents told me about goodwill. And I have done well by their names. Just the kindness I lavished on strangers is more than I can explain. Still, there's many who turned out their porch lights just so I would think they were not home, and hid in the dark of the windows till I passed and left them alone. You if you were an ugly girl Of course too pretty is also your dome Cause everyone harbors a secret hatred For the prettiest girl in the room And God help you if you were a phoenix And you dared rise up from the ash A thousand eyes will smolder with jealousy Well, you were just flying dead. Girl with no poster. I am dirty, flavors, and then some. And I'm beyond your peripheral vision. So you might want to turn your head. Cause someday you might find you are starving and eating all of the words that you say.
1: willie nelson midnight rider that's a cover that we had to put on the playlist uh emily aldridge is my guest she (laughs) submitted that um so many great layers too i'm sure why you uh, put that on the list but tell us why you submitted that
0: i had a chance to see willie play um a couple years ago with a friend of mine joanne and uh down at st st augustine amphitheater in florida um and it was it was just a magical night um I think probably my favorite song was when he, he played "Roll me up, roll me up and smoke me when I die. <laughs> my boyfriend, Matt and I looked at each other and we were like, well,
1: <laughs> when in Rome,
0: well, lots of people getting down on the dance floor too, for that show it was pretty amazing. Um, he had, I think his own mosh pit. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it was a really, a special night. Anywho, but, um, I think his, his rebellion, um, his story, this is super inspiring to me. Always has been. So, and he's not afraid to cover songs.
6: Oh my god! <laughs> the rest
0: of us are all scared to cover songs Man,
6: he's,
1: and screw them up. How long is it? I mean, for years, he's had three hours of music yeah. at his hip. He could play at any time. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's stories of him just going and going. But his influences is, is cross genre as well. Now we've had enough music cycles that I think there's a lot of people who are influenced by, yeah. by what he's doing. And now in some ways you look back at some of the old outlaw country stuff and it's very Americana rock that's just permeated and in, in a, you know, it could also go folk as well. Right. It's just He's, he's a godfather of goodness. Um, godfather
4: of goodness, <laughs> like I love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we've been listening to songs on the PDX Spotlight playlist. Right now, you can check out Adverse Effects. Coming up next month, we have Arrows in Orbit and the good people at PDX Spotlight captured just uh, Sunday night, Skull Diver and Rare Monk at the Holocene show. Those episodes are gonna be great to look forward to in the future. Um, this next brick of songs, um, we've got a Greg Allman track. I put, I believe I'll go back home for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, But you posted something really cool on social media this week. And I would like you to share uh, with us the story of Greg and and your experiences there.
0: Um, So, yeah, Greg Allman, um, as far as I understand it to be, spent a significant amount of time in Jacksonville um, with Dwayne as I believe the Allman Joys. And they played in Jacksonville Beach um, throughout a, a significant portion of their career. Um, so lots of family there, lots of ties there, but Greg would come back for treatment at the Mayo Clinic. And, um, basically the, the guys from the local guitar shop, um, would just kind of send him on over some guitars to practice with while he was staying at the beach, um, waiting to go in for treatment. So one night, one of my students at the time, her name's Marissa, she and I, I, I was just kind of helping her celebrate her birthday. She was picking out a keyboard um, and we were just enjoying the evening. And um, a friend of mine worked at the store uh, and he said, Do you, Would you guys want to take a guitar to Greg Allman? And I looked at my Marissa and I looked back at my friend Mike Jones and I said, Greg Allman, like, like Greg Allman? Like the Allman Brothers? Like I'm getting, like I picture myself getting on a plane. Like, is what are, what are you talking about? Am I being punked? No. no. <laughs> You're uh, just gonna take it down to this this hotel where he's staying. So we had an opportunity to bring him, bring Sir Greg the guitars, and hang out with him um, there at, at his stay in. Uh, I think he was in Ponte Vedra at the time, but um, and take some pictures with him and talk to him. And I, I did ask him some questions. I was like, you know, what's what's the secret, man? What? Mm-hmm. You <laughs> Career <to>. longevity. What. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, he had those one-liners, you know, just, well, you gotta have passion and (laughs) no BS, you know, none of the brothers ever had any BS, you know, just, um, it followed the music really. And I've been following the music ever since on a solo level. It's, it's had a, a huge impact on me trying to sort of bravely step out and do my own thing, um, since I have some issues with performance anxiety, but, um, I think it's strengthened me so I can come back and, and still do the band stuff and stu- still do the loud stuff. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what do you think your uh, biggest takeaway from that meeting was?
0: Biggest takeaway. Um, I mean, jeez, oh, that's a good question. Probably just, as just stepping out of the comfort zone, you know, and, um, and I, and I think, uh, taking some risks probably. That was that's that was my takeaway, and really cherishing the moments that we have with each other. I feel like being a musician on this journey, I have gotten to meet incredible people, incredible musicians, even people that are much younger than I am, um, and I, I, I'm mind blown sometimes uh, at the at the level of uh, detail, attention to detail, and quality people put in their work. Uh, they really challenge themselves, so. So I, I never take the meetings for granted. I love connecting with people and, and making friends, you know, with the, with the people that we share this journey with. So,
1: Well, that sounds like, they always say not to meet your heroes, but that sounds like a <laughs> phenomenal interaction that you had with them. Um, yeah, we'll never be replaced. Unfortunately, we just recently lost him. This yeah. is Greg Allman here on Sounds of PDX, an influence from Emily Aldridge. Stick around. We're going to be with her until 9 p.m. <laughs> Project is a nonprofit, independent radio station where we play a local artist every 15 minutes. We would like to thank our supporters who share our passion for local music and the community. Portland Center Stage. PCS inspires our communities by bringing stories to life in unexpected ways. Bill R. McCracken. Accounting, tax, and financial services. Premier Motorsports of Vancouver. Special thanks to Rick Johnson and his staff. We are a nonprofit radio station here that plays an independent artist every 15 minutes. So once again, thanks to our sponsors and everybody that helps us do what we do here at Portland Radio Project. Again, it's easy to help support us to keep local music on the radio. Just go to PRP.FM. You can click Donate right there. Plenty of other ways to get involved with what we are doing here. Uh, that was a block there of a couple songs. We had the uh, Greg Allman track and after that, Local Artist Cabin Project with their song Chain. I very much love them. I was excited to share them with you, love Emily. Love them, yeah, thanks
0: for sharing that, I love that. Uh,
1: of course, yeah, they're they're fantastic. Um, so earlier you'd mentioned something about flow of consciousness, so I wanna to talk to you about uh, your songwriting and how it started. Is there a particular artist that got you into songwriting?
0: Ooh, good question. Uh, my parents played a lot of James Taylor for me as a kid. And I, I very much appreciated the storytelling aspect of that for sure. So I think that that helped a lot initially as a kid when I was like writing jingly things on the piano, um, nice to have a theme and then try to follow it. Um, but now that I feel like I have so much to say, (laughs) I actually have like words, English to put together, um, tried to just allow it instead of controlling it and trying to make it something that I think people want to hear and crafting it and doing um and and taking that edge and trying to be a little bit more honest and um yeah and just trying to come it, open up a little bit it's not as easy for sure especially for control freaks like me <laughs> but uh, I believe at it.
1: my approach to music when I'm working with folks is I tell them, I think time is the best co-writer because the more experiences you gather as an artist, you've just got, you know, it's usually pain. The the longer we're here on earth, the more crap we build up. Having said that, is there any advice you'd give to early songwriters um, of of how they can cultivate their own Mm. ideas even without a bunch of life experience?
0: Wow. I think that putting your phone down and... (laughs) all the parents are like (laughs) what yes Uh, it is true like listening to people asking people about their lives and their stories like we're so used to just talking at each other and that's part of like the collective you know but actually asking people about their journey um and uh, maybe writing about somebody else first sometimes that helps to tell a story about about someone else um And uh, but yeah, no, definitely take an experience that you've been through and start journaling. That's really that would be my best advice. That's what's helped me the most, especially recently.
1: So lyrically, are you finding inspiration through lyrics and then you put music to that? Is that usually your format? Um,
0: You know, recently, yes. Um, With a band, a lot of times the music comes first. And so I allow my brain to just absorb all of that and then figure out where I'm going mentally and what I want to say. Um, So I have an outlet for that with Sacrifice, but um, with my own music, it's definitely, I think recently it's come from, I'll either hear a tune in my head, like it just shows itself to me. And then I have to somehow unpack that and figure out what the heck the song is going to be about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it definitely is like, um, it's different every time, but I've been trying to just be more open and really listening, listening for inspiration. Um, it's not easy to do, you know? Well, you're doing ether. something
1: like, I think you have a step in the right direction. An early friend of mine said, don't ever limit yourself based on your genre. He showed me a yeah. file cabinet. It was like blues, jazz, rock, alt. And so he's like, whatever I write, he goes, I don't have no intention of writing a country album, but they may end up in my <laughs> songwriting file. So the fact yeah. that you're already doing folk you know, through rock, through prog rock, I mean, you've already got a bunch of outlets, you know, <laughs> that in itself is a good example for They're songwriters. They're like,
0: pick a genre, girl, just pick one. <laughs> no, Why are I, you trying to do everything? I
1: think it's good to have a, a divided soul that's inspired in different ways. Uh, you mentioned him just ago that, uh, just a bit ago, we're gonna be playing uh, Something in the Way She Moves by James Taylor. Oh, yes. um, there was a long time I worked at a Sears store after I graduated high school, while I was going to local college and it was like, Uh, 40 Old Virgin where they had Michael McDonald on the whole time and we're going crazy in that store. We Uh, had uh, James Taylor live at the Beacon Theater.
2: Wow. On repeat. Amazing. Uh,
1: That's how I became a James Taylor fan and then not a fan (laughs) after a while. But I'm back now. He's definitely not overplayed. You heard too much. I did. He's like yeah to forty hours a week of James Taylor. Uh, what does he mean to you as as an inspiration?
0: Oh, what doesn't he mean to me? Oh, he's so wonderful. Everything about James Taylor is fantastic. He's um, but i I basically learned how to sing, I think, through his songs. obviously, my parents just same thing. It was on repeat. um, and they just love to to belt this belt the tunes. Um, the stories that come across in those tunes are um I think about the song mexico. that's that's one that's always like, it's been really important to me to get down there just to experience what James experienced. Anyway, I can't because uh, I'm dating someone now, so we'll go together. Uh, but won't
1: we'll be quite it uh, Won't be crazy
0: Mexico like James experienced. But uh, no, I I just think I was emotionally moved at probably like age five by his music, mm. even though I had no idea what he was singing about until maybe years later. Um I was just really amped through um the sound at that age so
1: Yeah his phrasing is flawless I yeah. think that's why it's so, he, he's a great lyricist but his phrasing is just so captivating the way he can kind of sit behind the one, you know, yes. I'm just coming into these nice verse areas. And uh, I think he's a songwriter she, yeah. that is a great example for many genres as well. Uh, lots to stick around for. We've got live performances from Emily Aldridge in the second hour. We also have a chance to win some swag bags with our text to win. She's gonna be hanging out with us all night tonight on Sounds of PDX. Here's her next influence, James Taylor.
6: Something in the way she moves Or looks my way or calls my name That seems to leave this troubled world behind If I'm feeling down and blue Or troubled by some foolish game She always seems to make me change my mind and I feel fine anytime she's around me now she's around me now almost all the time And if I'm well you can tell that she's been with me now She's been with me now Quite a long long time and I feel fine Every now and then the things I lean on Lose the meaning And I find myself a In places where I should not let me go She has the power to go Where no one else can find me Yes, and I silently remind me Of the happiness in good times that I know well I said I just got to know them It isn't what she's got to say but how she thinks or where she's been To me the words are nice The way they sound I'd like to hear them best that way It doesn't much matter what they mean but well, she says they mostly just to calm me down I feel fine anytime She's around me now She's around me now Almost all the time If I'm well you can tell That she's been with me now She's been with me now Quite a long, long time Yes, and I feel fine
1: Tadeshi Trucks here on Sounds of PDX. My guest is Emily Aldridge. We've got one more song right now. It's another influence of hers. It's Peter, Paul, and Mary. We're going to talk to her about that and some of the other songs we just played. Now's your chance to win a swag bag with a bunch of Emily Aldridge. uh, I I don't know what... Swag. Yeah, swag. (laughs) Hats and shirts and...
0: Shirts and candles. You can actually have the fire of the gypsies. Um, as well as Kitty Orange, my, yeah. uh, my band mascot. <laughs> it's,
1: a, it's a beautiful piece. Trust me, this is a cool piece of artwork. You want to get it. Thank you for bringing this in. Uh, right now, you can, uh, like I said, text to win. The keyword is Emily, and you're going to text that to 27299. If you're driving, be safe, pull over. <laughs> Again, you're going to text Emily to 27299. Text that in right now while we play another influence. This is If I Had a Hammer by Peter, Paul, and Mary. Peter, Paul, and Mary here on Sounds of PDX. It is an influence of Emily Aldridge. It seems like a common thread is storytelling in a lot of your early influences.
0: I guess so. We just discovered this today.
1: Um, before that, we also heard Tedeshi Trucks. Now, the first time I heard Susan Tedeschi, um, she was solo, but it was during her tribute to Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm. So she was with Double Trouble and and all those cats. Uh, how did you find Susan Tedeshi
0: Oh, so um, yeah. So so Derek and Susan actually live in Jacksonville um, and they have a studio there, um, there in Jacksonville where their home is. And so uh, a friend of mine had suggested I start listening to them. Uh, and I wasn't sure what to expect. I was like, what is this? The, the Tedeschi Trucks band is like 14 piece band.
4: Right.
7: <laughs> I was like, what is this? It's just, it
0: was incredibly um, powerful, I guess, to hear them together as a couple for the first time. And it really influenced me because my boyfriend, Matt Stoops, uh, who also comes from a long line of musicians, uh, we we do music together. And it's, and it's really important for us, you know, even as a couple, um, who plays music together to be able to function. <laughs> so seeing, you know, just be able to, it's not just get along, but to make music and to keep that going over time. Um, uh, it's just really inspiring to see a couple like Derek and Susan doing what they're doing. So it's really inspiring. They're also Legendary, you know, of course, legendary musicians. For sure. So, and they're a band that that Matt and I can agree on, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't. That's not always
7: that common.
0: <laughs> I'm easy. to, I'm. I feel like I'm easier to convince, um, but he's not as easy to convince. So obviously, Derek Trucks. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> Solid guitar player. Uh,
1: yeah. The I best. Say, can't be really contentious <laughs> over his playing. Nope. Uh, <laughs> well, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about um, is. is Later on, I will ask you kind of what motivated your ultimate move to Portland. But next on the playlist is a track from Ashley Extina. She has done so much for the music community. So (gasps) um, I've had her on the show. She was introduced to me by Kelly Jones uh, because Kelly's like, hey, Luke digs pop music talk to Ashley and I actually had a bunch of people from her like music corner of Portland on the show before her, but man, what she's doing with woman crush is so cool. So tell our listeners about that.
0: Okay. Yeah. So women, women crush music is this movement. Basically it's a platform. Uh, it's actually happening nationwide. Hope, hope, fully she can take it to the international level we hope to we expect to Um, I'm just I'm just a good soldier I'm trying to help her support support her but um, just an incredible endeavor for women to connect to their local community music industry um, people who can help come alongside them just like you that's how I met you exactly Um, you're the dream maker man like this is this is incredible what you do for for musicians here in town I would not have I would not have known about this obviously so so kudos to Ashley Women Crush for that yes. but um so she's providing that platform a showcase uh for artists um to just sort of you know dig in meet each other um and and sort of help them in their journey in their process. Um so yeah, Women Crush. Wow. I'm excited. Big things coming.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more and she showcases just a a cool variety of artists. And your set that night was super, <clears throat> like I said, it's just super genuine. You were intimate in a way that you even had, you know, some cool personal stories that you shared. Like you were really uh, open as an artist. And I think that just resonates with people right away. Yeah, we were all kind of buried there in the corner at the Jade Lounge with uh, like Dan Cable and Mike Berling and a bunch of us. And it was great. It's great to have a mutual reaction and be like, ah, oh, this is great. And look, scan the room and everyone's like, ah, oh, this is great, okay. I'm, I'm, not, really cool I'm not atmosphere. crazy this is great yeah, yeah so big props to ashley she's doing a lot Yay, of great ashley. things uh, this isn't her latest single um this is one of the first ones i i really got into this is frozen in time it was produced by matt greco out of the rye room they're doing some really good things so thank you ashley for all you do let's enjoy it here it is frozen in time on sounds of pdx
8: Or an answer Spent all these years on The same chapter I think I'm lost and A little faded I'm feeling Incarcerated
1: was Imogen Heap, the band of Fru Fru. That was one of her first original projects. If you are not familiar with Miss Imogen Heap, dig into her catalog. She is just amazing. Uh, an influence of Emily Aldridge. She's my special guest tonight. Uh, what does Imogen Heap mean, mean to you and your personal soundtrack?
0: Uh, just being inspired by someone so fearless. You know, she's just able to get in front of her music, get surrounded um, with absolutely no rules uh, she does whatever she wants with it. <laughs> it's genreless. Uh, and that, to me, is extremely inspiring. Um, it's so pure sounding, too. I think there's just something very refreshing about her sound. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what it's meant to me.
1: I'm a sucker for strings. So she's Ooh, got just such yes. great strings. The first time yeah. I saw her, she was solo and had the world-renowned Zoe Keating on cello, um, who yeah. does, like, looping and samples on cello and just a wonderful experience i was so it's been such an easy week to put together my playlist because we share so many of the same (laughs) influences like yeah this is great good Um, music so we're going to transition into the part of the pdx spotlight playlist where things are going to get a little bit heavier so to to break up the two sections (laughs) of the evening we're going to uh get some information from vortex music magazine they help me out every week to bring us the best in local music here's a shout out to them i'll be back with the shows of the week Support comes from listeners like you and from Vortex Music Magazine, helping the Portland music scene tell its own story, both in print and online. You can find free issues of Vortex in stores or read about the local music scene online at vrtxmad.com. Yes, yes. Big thanks to Vortex. Now, Emily has a handful of shows coming up we're going to talk about in just a moment. But here is the shows from Vortex tomorrow night at the Holocene. Previous guests on the show, Mother Tapes, are going to be playing uh, the night after. A lot of great stuff on June 2nd. Roco Code, our friends from Vancouver, and Battle Tapes are going to be at the Alberta Street Pub. And I've got a drop-in session on Saturday at 1 p.m. with Roco Code. So definitely join us for that and check that out. Also in town, guaranteed to be a great show. Kaya on the Mountain. Tumbledown and Hammerhead are going to be killing it at Kelly's Olympian. Definitely check that one up as well. Brand new uh, release from the band Camp Crush, formerly known as Santiam. Go check them out. It's a great, great single. They already released the video. Very good stuff. You can see them at the Secret Society Friday, June 2nd. And Umbraskatu is playing on Saturday, June 3rd at Mississippi Pizza. They're going to tear the roof off of that place. Uh, Emily, you've got some gigs it looks like you're going to be getting drunk at a couple couple vineyard couple shows, vineyard
0: shows.
1: <laughs> I hear those are the ones to do though like those are They're really so
0: much fun I love my Vancouver vineyards yes and I, it's a chance for me to get to know everybody around town yeah and to just sneak in my originals every once in a while between uh, the Fleetwood Mac covers. yeah <laughs> And the Stevie Wonder covers. So, uh, so yeah. This Friday, I will be playing at English Estate Winery. That's actually my first time playing there. Oh, Heisenhouse right is next next Friday, I believe. And yep. then June 9th, uh, you'll yes. be at Heisenhouse.
1: That's right. And then uh, Sacrifice to Survive is playing Ash Street. That's right. That's a nice segue because we're going to be talking about some of your heavier (laughs) music. Uh, And then again, you've got on, uh, this is a really cool one. We're going to spend some time talking about this. It's the Planned Parenthood Benefit on July 8th at the Saturday Market. And that is in association with Woman Crush Music. That's right. How cool. Talk to me about this event. I know it's been in the works for a while.
0: Yeah. And I don't know how much I'm allowed to disclose, but... But I'll disclose what I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's actually a two-day event, um, and and forgive me that I don't have the full lineup in front of me. But um, so so as I know it to be, um, yes, it's going to be Friday, Saturday, or is it Saturday, Sunday of that, that weekend? Um, and uh, yes, benefits go to Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood and um, this is a Women Crush event, so it'll be all Women Crush artists that are performing. Um, that weekend. So it's, I'm really excited to be a part of this. I'm excited for, for Ashley, um, for her endeavors. So everybody, please check out Women Crush um, when you get a chance. Women Crush Music, Portland.
1: Yeah, her hard work is is paying off. Um, so we just mentioned it. I'll talk about the prog rock band. So... Again, that was kind of a big shock that night. First night I saw you put on this killer folk set. And then you're like, by the way, I'm in this prog rock band called Sacrifice to Survive. (laughs) I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to hear this. So who was the first prog rock band you heard and who introduced you to that genre?
0: I think the band introduced me to the genre, so I I knew of like Coheed and Cambria. That was right a band on. that I'd known about. I'd heard of Dream Theater. Of course, I knew who Rush was and Iron Maiden, and um, and I had there were some other bands that were popping up new to me at the time that we started the band. Um, gosh, it's been a while a now. Oh, I know that. I don't think I knew them before. So, um, so yeah, so progressive metal, progressive rock. Um, I auditioned for this band and <laughs> it was like a boom box in a warehouse. <laughs> I auditioned for them and I, I really just wanted to, I wanted to dig into the powerful side of my vocals. Um, the ability that I had there volume wise um, to sort of match the music um, because I, it has the extremes. There's, there's sort of the heavy super deep end and then there's also this really tender um, ethereal part of the music and I connected with all of it and I just wanted to try my hand at writing, writing vocals to it. So I met Matt Stoops through Craigslist and the, one of the very first questions I asked him was, are you the Craigslist killer? <laughs> Cause I wasn't sure. And at the time that was like a big deal. They have to tell deal. you if they are, right? Yes. Isn't that how that works? Yeah. Um, and we joined forces with Corey Stewart and he's actually moved out here as well. So the band, we're the core three, essentially. We moved across the country after several different lineup changes. Um, we moved across the country together, essentially to reform here, sacrifice to survive. Same name uh, new turf. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> new peeps. Yeah. So yeah, we're in the process of, um, hopefully finishing, uh this'll be our third collective piece. We'd like for it to be an EP, but we're in the process of, of completing that with our new lineup. Rob Barnett is our drummer, Josh Howell, who commutes down from Seattle.
4: Oh man.
0: Um, Corey Stewart, who, who lives here, Matt Stoops and myself. um, we make up Sacrifice to Survive. So, so, so far so good. Everybody seems to like us so far in the local scene. We're going to continue to do our thing um, worldwide because <laughs> that's what you do with prog metal. <laughs> you got to put it out to the world first. Yep, yep. Um,
1: yeah, there's something, there's something for everybody in prog rock. I always, yes. I always encourage people to dive in because it's a genre that, has so much to offer. I mean, especially if you're into sure. any type yes. of rock. Like just dig it. It's not just for crazy guitarists and and gearheads. No. Um so you're going to have to help me out again. This first track in the heavier section uh it's titled My Boy from Annika Vaniersbergen. Oh, uh, thank you so much. So how did you find this artist and uh we were talking about it off the air, but tell yes. us why you picked this sure. song. Again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So so Annika Annie. Annie she's from the Netherlands and I found her via Devin Townsend project who I found out via the band Um, and Annie sings on Devin's songs uh, but she's also had a massively uh, impressive career from I believe the early 90s late 80s early 90s on Um, she's been a huge influence for me as a singer songwriter um, so this song my boy she wrote about her son um, and it's just it's, it's beautiful if anybody gets a chance to check it out on YouTube the video that, that links up with that is really
1: special It'll yeah make it's you cry. really cool yeah get it, a, get a tissue whether you have a kid or not like <laughs> yeah. you were saying uh, well fantastic this is an awesome selection and to pair it uh, the, there was a band that uh, reminded me of, of your influences and I was listening to your music in the playlist I stuck them on here as well and they are a band called Red this yes. one goes out to my brother Evan we got to experience and, f- and find them live but first. This is my boy here on Portland Radio Project. You're listening to PRP on 99.1 FM or PRP.FM. My guest is Emily Aldridge, and thank you for indulging me letting me play that red track. It reminded me of something, uh, a band that could share the stage with Sacrifice.
0: Oh, too kind. Yeah. Thank well, you for introducing me to them. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. Like I said, it's expensive doing the radio thing because there's so many great <laughs> songs you want to download. Um, but like I said, we're moving into the heavier part of the, of the program next. We've got, uh, Devin Townsend project. who we you were just talking about, um, but as far as prog rock goes and, and that side of, of your career, I want to talk to you about, um, just forming a sound, you know, you were, it sounds like you're introduced to the genre. How is it that as an artist, you can kind of some of that control go and trust people who have experience with the genre and then add your artistry to that. Who?
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: <laughs> no pressure. I'll
0: see if I can work backwards <laughs> through it. <laughs> Let's see. Well, yeah, it's nice to not have any rules for sure. Uh, expectations That's been a tough one because people just automatically think that I'm going to try to sing like Paramore, Evanescence. Um, but thankfully, because of all of the female fronted bands that are out there now, especially in our genre and prog metal, prog or prog rock, even just in metal. There's such an expanse now. Everybody seems to just be breaking down those barriers, um, doing whatever they want. So, for me, um, I don't feel like I'm into this genre with too many expectations, um, writing wise. Um, but, but yeah, forming a sound is it's a challenge um, because when you're, you don't want to power through all the songs and, and blow your voice out. <laughs> you want to save something yeah. to be discovered. <laughs> I'm sure
1: stage fatigue is a little bit different with progress. Oh yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello. Your body is a temple for sure. So yeah. Um, when it comes to taking care of the voice. Um, but yeah, so, so really, truly, Um, with, with progressive, I feel like, or with this genre, with, with, um, sacrifices music, um, and forming a sound there. Um, it's, it definitely is still sort of stream of consciousness for sure, but I can try things out and I have a sounding board of these incredible musicians that I, that I'm in the project with that'll say, no, that, that probably won't fly for our sound or we can try different things. I think you should give it more here. There should be different melodies, different harmony here. I used to ask Matt, I'd be like, where do I sing? There's like five (laughs) choruses, three verses, nothing's in order. And he'd be like, sing over the whole thing. And I just was so confused. was like, it's just shredding. You know, there's so much going on. No, no, no. This is the guitar part. You know, he really had to show me where, what I was supposed to be doing and then I'd absorb it. Um, really get into the music, get into the song itself, get it down because it's all over my head, <laughs> like all of it. Yeah, if you don't <laughs> have classical awesome. training,
1: yeah, you just have to approach it from a gut feeling. Yes, yeah, I need cool. someone to
0: count me in, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maddening click in your ear. Um, so we're glad you're in town from the prog rock side. Like you mentioned them earlier, Tierney earlier, of Hours is a wonderful yes, band that tyranny. represents some female strength as well. Um, so what brought you here to Portland, you mentioned a little bit the, the evening I saw you at Woman Crush, but share the story yeah. with our listeners.
0: So um, so we came on a quick trip down the West Coast on a spring break, March of 2015, and just fell in love with it out here. The adventure was mass massive appeal for us um, coming from the East Coast, but it was tough because we had to really kind of just rip ourselves from the community there. We knew we would have to do that um, musically and friendship wise. Um, uh, and make the journey across the United States, across North America, <laughs> from Jacksonville <laughs> to Portland, but um, but we really did it because we, for lack of a better reason, why do I do anything I do? Because I've wanted to. <laughs> I didn't want anything to stop me. Uh, Matt and I both agreed that you know it was time for change, um, and uh, we weren't really running from anything, but it was certainly time to be somewhere that really reflected what we believed and our soul. Um, And between the nature and the people here and probably the food, (laughs) this place definitely does it for you. And they got all the Southern stuff too. So (laughs) yeah, it's a a
1: nice mix. Um, yeah, yeah, I want to give a shout out to, to, to Jen Emerson. She's usually with us. She's from Oklahoma. So I was excited. You've got a song called Oklahoma. We will, we will catch up with her on that. Uh, but yeah, I want to hop back to our PDX spotlight playlist. We've got like three more songs and then a couple live performances from Emily coming up. Here's one of her influences. This is a song super. crush by the Devin Townsend project here on sounds of PDX We're going to get heavy, weird, (laughs) Um, bizarre. heavy, great, wonderful prog rock. I like his vocals, too. I wasn't super familiar with um, this project, but I like he's not afraid to go baritone. Uh, He almost sounds like the dude from uh, Killswitch.
0: Yeah, definitely. I can see that for sure. I like that a lot. Uh,
1: We had another song on the playlist we had to drop just for time's sake, but uh, Astral Body from between the buried and me, um, I am a big fan of like quantum physics and astral projection. So the video, I think is,
0: you need to check this. It's yeah, trippy. the whole album.
1: Yeah, you were saying it's a concept <laughs> record. So I want yeah. you to be able to give uh, them a shout out as well.
0: Definitely BTBAM. So so that um, particular album, Parallax Two, is a concept album. And the very first time I ever listened to it, I was like in the dark uh, <laughs> with <laughs> headphones and reading along as I listened, and I just had chills. It was so it's it's incredible parallel universe kind of theme. I won't ruin it, but. But, um, but definitely, definitely a band everybody
7: should know.
0: (laughs) Maybe. uh, Yeah. And they, they come through Portland quite often. So yeah, yeah, that's, it's, it's really important to me anyway to support them um, because they've been an incredible influence. And I know um, their vocalist, Tommy, he does a lot of his own solo, solo stuff as well. Um, but um, but as a band, they're all so solid as musicians, and they bring all of that to the table. They bring all of that musicianship, all of their their best um to their writing. and you can just you can just feel it, obviously in the um the variety that they provide, <laughs> the kind of music they provide. Yeah, they're, they've been providing for, I don't know how long it's been now. I feel like fifteen years plus maybe I could be wrong, but it's been a long time.
1: Anyone so, who can write like eight to 11 minute long songs yeah. can contribute anywhere <laughs> in the music world. They can score, they can do folk. It's really yeah. nice. Uh, well, the reason we've been playing some of the heavier stuff is, is we've got Dream and Color from your band Sacrifice to Survive. Lots of stuff um, on this EP that was really cool. But why in particular this track?
0: This was my main contribution to um, to the EP. I, I wrote the song uh, Acoustic. First, and we did write a concept album. <laughs> Somebody in the band said this last week: like everybody's doing it, everybody's doing a concept album. Or there was an era where everyone was doing concept work. Uh, we definitely tried our hand at it and had a great time with Singularity. Um, but Dream in Color is this awesome sort of like it's a very sort of cool, calm, collected part of that album. There's a lot of chaos going on in there but um it was fun to contribute to that soft the softer side
1: (laughs) and i will say about the band too you guys have a really cool thing of like that og prog rock but the sonic layers that you choose with like some of the synth layers that Mm. you have on this song sound a little bit like strings a, a short bit at the end i think those production um, touches are, are super nice where does that influence come from is that that's
0: Matt, that Stoops Matt? All the way okay, yeah okay nice we're uh, just gonna name drop Matt Stoops <laughs> into the into the evening
1: I hope he's I hope he's having a good night hope he is wherever he is yeah, yeah if he's not listening now if you're listening to the podcast thanks for your contribution oh. this is really great stuff uh, so we're gonna let you get ready we've got a couple live performances from Emily in studio after this song from sacrifice to survive and right now is your second chance to win another swag bag from Emily Aldridge Uh, we've got swag in there from Emily and the gypsy fire including candles and uh, some pop artwork that's actually the record cover yes
0: Nicole trimmer art yep
1: Uh, so you're once again you're going to text the word Emily to 27299 be safe if you're driving please wait but you're going to text Emily to 27299 let's check out her prog rock band been waiting for this all night this is dream in color by sacrifice to survive hit us up on the talk board let us know what you think Thank you. Dream in Color by Sacrifice to Survive, lead vocals by Emily Aldridge. She is my special guest tonight. And by the way, great touch on the cello at the end. I'm such a huge (laughs) cello fan. It's an amazing outro. Uh, Well, here's one of my favorite to do on my show is have some live performances and you so graciously said you you would do a couple songs for us so what do you have in store for us this evening
0: awesome yeah thank you so much i really appreciate this opportunity um this is a brand new song that i just wrote um i'm hoping to incorporate this on the next piece that i'll be releasing this summer um but this song is called turn the mic around little tune little jingle that i wrote here
1: that ironically you're playing on the radio now so thank you for (laughs) debuting this ladies and gentlemen This is Emily Aldridge on Portland Radio Project.
7: Replay yesterday I want to learn more about how being free means Setting out Please, old road, show me how my back feet trust the earth i'm digging deep and don't mind the dirt this girl's gotta know her worth town to town place to place i'm taking up some space stretching out settling cozy up i'm listening It's time to grow Been a little pent up in my soul You know I sold it some time ago On to pleasure trails and empty shells Trying to fill a gaping hole All I had to do was head on down Chuck it down and now I'm just wondering when We're gonna turn the mic around Valley king, mountain queen Somehow get the feeling That you've seen Everything The ups and downs And in between History is endless song Teaching me that sometimes Moving through means Moving on Even when wrong town to town piece by piece you're gonna rebuild me breathing deep i've got time come on friend i'm listening tell me all the things you know it's time for me to grow been a little pent up in my soul you know i sold it some time ago Fill a gaping hole All I had to do was Head on out Track it down And now I'm just wondering Where We're gonna turn the mic around
1: Turn the mic around Live on Portland Radio Project By Emily Aldridge You said that's a newer song About how old is that?
0: Couple weeks <laughs>
1: Well done. You, you like it? Yeah, I really like that. Now song I got to
0: interview you because we're turning the mic around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Twist. Want to know your story in the program? Uh, that's beautiful. Um, so, so, what's uh, what's been inspiring some of your most recent work?
0: Well, that one was just basically reflecting on some time that Matt and I spent um, touring around the South, from Memphis through Nashville all the way out to the coast, and we did that with some friends and family, uh, but they helped us sort of set up a tour. Um, And it was really, really special just getting back on the road and remembering why sometimes we do what we do as performers, because there's so many different facets of this There's a recording version of ourselves and the hype, all the stuff that we have to do to promote it. But then there's also um, the the performer, the (laughs) the live moment part of us. So um, getting back out of town, which is something we talked
1: about
0: (laughs) (laughs) is really important. So um, and then recovering when you come back into town from how awesome it was.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, well, again, I, I love that you're doing this because the first iteration I saw of you was exactly this, a guitar <laughs> by yourself. And I think um, Ed Kowalczyk from Live said that they he wrote everything on acoustic. And I heard Chris Cornell, everything on acoustic mm-hmm. because if a song could be translated at that level that it could be translated with any type of production. I think you're a testament to that. So yeah, of course. So you've got another treat for us. I do. All right, what's this next song called? This
0: song is called Well, and it's on my first album, Emily and the Gypsy Fire. Um, This is just a song basically about gratitude for my uh, support system, which is friends and family um, all over this wonderful planet and um, just an attribute to their goodness. So again, this is called Well.
1: Brilliant, the airwaves are
7: all yours. You, you polish my world with your life. You're inside. My soul is found in the shelter of your peace of mind, and I'm so. I found my way i That I've never known such truth I've never known such truth
1: Fantastic.
0: Thank you so much. There
1: aren't enough hands to applaud the appropriate (laughs) moment for you. That was fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing those with us.
0: Thanks for making the the dreams happen, man. You're awesome.
1: Well, it's so cool because you have just such a strength as a songwriter and a strength as a vocalist. I mean, that's the dynamic duo. I mean, those are, music is about connecting and you have every tool to be able to connect with people. And I think that's why they're drawn to you. But on top of that, you can take these great songs and produce out some of the cleanest recordings I've heard in a long time. We're gonna play some Sometimes. tracks off of, uh, man, seriously, the, um, I, I wanted to start your next block of tracks from Emily and the Gypsy Fire, um, Evening Rose. is just such Aww. a killer song. And That's I thought, fun one. yeah, it's kind of a well-rounded and actually has a little bit of the prog synth uh, yeah, stuff in and Matt's in
0: always gotta have a signature touch. If he's gonna produce anything <laughs> in mine, there's going to be progressive something on there. It's just
1: known, <laughs> it's gonna exist there. Uh, yep. Tell us a little bit about this song before we let you rest your voice and guitar.
0: Uh, So Evening Rose, I wrote um, just about um, an an elderly woman that I met. And, you know, at face value, she looked to be um, unable to do a lot. She was in a wheelchair. But when I heard about her life and her story, I thought, my goodness, this woman has she's lived all nine lives. (laughs) She's had an amazing run. And uh, and so it's just kind of uh, an ode to all the wonderful wild women out there. So
1: yeah. speaking of which, you, you had something to mention mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. The, uh,
0: Wild Women's Society of Portland. Y- yeah, give them It just a became shout a, a nonprofit. Out. This is a group that I, I uh, am part of now. Um, I sit on the board for and um, it's it's women's empowerment, but in the direction of self-love, self-care um, and bonding and unifying across all of our our many, many differences. Um, but a really, really special endeavor by Mary Gregoire and um, i'm so excited to be a part of that the wild women's society of portland
1: we're going to put the the information out there as well on the talk board and then on the podcast article as well to give them some representation uh so here it is another chapter of emily aldridge this is emily and the gypsy fire with the song evening rose evening rose by emily and the gypsy fire that's off of her self-titled release from september of 2014 who are some of the credits on these recordings obviously matt matt, matt stoops <laughs> you should just have a sign his You hold up. Matt. on
0: fire or i just have his face on a popsicle stick you'll have him i, I know he'll be knocking down your door one yeah, day yeah i'd love to talk uh, to him so uh so yeah definitely um uh, his influence he helped me really piece together songs that I'd already written, but just put the vibe on there that I was going for. It's hard to translate that sometimes when I'm not as good, let's say, at electric guitar as I am on acoustic. So he pushes my skill set, you know, obviously just in every way. Um,
1: Does he get contentious as a producer? Does he get <laughs> like close to fights? <laughs>
0: There used to be, but now, you know, I, I tend to listen to them, you know, 99% of the time. Yeah, <laughs> no, but, uh, but it's always so much fun to collaborate together on this stuff because it's, it's totally not progressive metal. and and yet we're both we both started in blues and rock so you know like that's that's you know our influence like delta blues stuff no um he was in a cover band in nashville like out of high school early college playing everything um and uh well i love delta blues i should say yes 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 (laughs) yes. um no for me it's definitely been more like like stevie ray-esque you know i love like blues rock with an edge um yeah shepherd yeah so um but yeah so so anyway that album is the two of us just the two of us yes
1: (laughs) that's amazing yeah well done they're they're such clean recordings and like i said they're they're really fun to listen to with headphones i'm i'm blessed to have uh at home i've got those dt 770s (gasps) and they just they're so comfortable can you
0: rent those out to a poor couple in vancouver (laughs) trying to record an album or tracking vocals
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, but it really, is, it's a joy to listen <laughs> onto headphones. So yeah, check these out. We'll put the links on there so you can check uh, both the Emily and the Gypsy Fire stuff and of course Sacrifice to Survive. Uh, the next song we're going to play is Oklahoma. I want to send this one out there to Jen M if if you don't That'd mind. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. So what's what's the connection and inspiration for this track?
0: I lived in Clearmore, Oklahoma for a uh, uh, Part of my life as a child, and it was rough in the beginning. I I really had to fight for friends early elementary school. I was teased, bullied a ton, but I, I had to really figure out who I was and that I was somebody and <laughs> stand up for myself. And uh, but really, what it came down to was finding the right kids to hang out with, the right friends. There's this really special family called the Radcliffes. That's their name. A big old um, amazing family of women um, who just provided this incredibly nurturing environment for me friendship wise and for my whole family actually. Um, so Oklahoma has always had just a special place in my heart obviously. Um, but I I wanted to write a piece that was just an homage to the power of the, the vision of the land there that was also, um, kind of in combination with how I felt about the people, um, powerful, strong, um, strong minded. Yes. But, (laughs) Um, influenced me in some really great ways. So
1: I want our listeners to pay attention to this song because the first time I heard it, I was really impressed by just the dynamic range. You go through, it's a really nice ride. at ebbs and flows really great. So I could feel... That there was some uh, emotion behind it, for sure. Definitely. T- I didn't know if it was tumultuous or inspirational. <laughs> and it's kind of both. Well, so both. Um, yeah. before we play that, we had a shout out on the talk board from Carol Maxwell. She said, I've loved tonight's music. Emily, you are very talented. So thanks. Aww,
0: thanks, Carol. Yeah, thanks
1: for listening, Carol. Uh, we've got one more here from Emily and the Gypsy Fire. This is Oklahoma here on Sounds of PDX. <laughs>
4: so far away
7: You
1: That is Oklahoma by Emily and the Gypsy Fire, a song that deceivingly starts out like a uh, singer-songwriter track and then ends anthemically. Uh, That's really good stuff. Um, Before we let you go and let you say your goodbyes and shout outs, um, I want to ask you the play it forward question that I ask most of my guests. So you've got someone at a show that comes up to you and they say, Emily, you've inspired me as a songwriter, singer, a guitarist. I want to get into this crazy business called music. What's your best piece of advice for me?
0: I would say i know you gave me time to think about this (laughs) (laughs) call luke first of all no uh so i would say absolutely go after it with everything that you possibly can if you feel even a hint that you're supposed to do it um start collaborating that i think that's probably number one it's going to make you better as a musician so start playing your songs for other musicians play your ideas, hash things out with somebody who cares about your well-being, um, cares about the music first, and follow that. Follow that music wherever it takes you. As cliche and silly as that sounds.
1: No, I think I think that's great advice. <laughs> Having some intentionality because then it permeates through all of your projects. And if there's anything our listeners have heard tonight is that you've got a consistent thing that's, that's Emily. And I would like to add to that and just compliment you on. There's so many people who may jump genres And their style changes in a way that it almost seems a little fake to me, Mm. but you're consistent. Like you've got that same integrity um, through all of your stuff. Uh, So congratulations to you you on your body of work and coming to Portland and hanging out with us. Um, And thanks again for being on the show. It's been just so awesome. This is
0: awesome, really appreciate
1: this. Any uh, shout outs or hellos before we send you off into the evening?
0: Yes, absolutely. Shout out to Ashley Curvabon, Matt Stoops, and the entire Sacrifice to Survive family far and wide. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, Uncle Mike and Aunt Susan Blazer and my whole family far and wide. Um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a rockin' summer, putting together some new music, so
1: yeah, am excited so about that. You said you're looking for a place to track some yeah, drums. I track think, some
0: drums. I think that's
1: exciting stuff. That's,
0: in, that's in process, so yeah.
1: We're looking forward to it. Keep us in the loop for sure. Um, I'm going to put your information on the talk board here on your Facebook page. Right now we're going to enjoy the the last song of the evening, also from yourself, titled uh, Emily and the Gypsy Fire. This is a track called Pie in the Sky. I really dig this one. It's kind of a nice ending uh, to the evening. Tell us about this one here.
0: Uh, I have a problem with driving too fast and wanting to drive into Never, Neverland. I actually got pulled over this weekend. Ooh. but I got let off with a warning. my this is the first time I'd ever actually seen a cop in Vancouver, so I don't know, maybe, <laughs>
1: and they were looking for alcoholics were, this yeah. weekend, so you're you're fine.
0: I was fine. anyway, so um, yeah, no, it's just about hitting the road and um road tripping, seeing the world um and uh, going after that dream, you know, whatever that is for people. so yeah.
1: Once again, it's been a pleasure having you here. Thanks for having me. PRP. Uh, You can catch me Thursday as well from one to three for the Sounds of PDX listening party during the week. We're going to send you off once again. My special guest, Emily Aldridge. This is her track, Pie in the Sky. Remember everybody to discover and support local music.